Don't let a DUI charge ruin your life. Get a professional and confidential evaluation from our experienced team at True Heights Treatment. Our evaluations are accepted by the majority of courts in the state of Illinois and provide a comprehensive assessment of your substance use patterns and potential treatment needs. Get the help you need today and start your path to a brighter future. Contact us now to schedule your evaluation at 708-248-7039 or at thtdui.com. The George Brassy Podcast is made possible with funding provided from Brassy Global Strategies, LLC, a leading political consulting, public policy, government affairs, and research firm. Are you interested in running for elected office? Need advice? Call or email George, 708-769-5015. Brassy Global Strategies 1 at gmail.com. I'm so glad to welcome to my podcast, former state representative, Robert Kurzic. Robert, great to have you on. Well, it's a pleasure, George. Robert, tell the audience a little bit about your journey to becoming a state representative. Um, in the er- You had a very long career, but you started in the early 70s. So let's take the audience back to the early 70s. What makes Bob Terzich want to run for office? Well, you know, you know, I am 85 years old, George. You know, and so you're telling me go back many, many years. And uh, I had, uh, I wanted to be a public servant. I, I basically, I want to serve the people. And uh, I come from a uh, political background, if you want to call it that, being that I was born and raised in the Bridgeport neighborhood. And uh was a precinct captain and a ward worker and uh, what have you. So I was sort of born and raised in politics, even though I didn't necessarily participate in it uh, because I had a, a career in the Navy and um, all of that uh, stuff before I decided that uh, this, you know, the position was available to be a state representative. And that was uh, back in 1970. And, uh, the uh, organization, if you want, uh, was looking for a candidate, and and fortunately, I was uh, selected uh, to be a candidate for the House of Representatives in the state of Illinois. When you first ran, who was your running mate? Well, we had a number of uh, running mates at, at the uh, time that... Uh, the position of state representatives, uh, there were uh, three representatives and one senator from uh, the uh, area. And uh, the uh, Senate uh, position, my running mate was uh, Senator Frank Savickas. And my running mate for the House of Representatives was uh, Michael J. Madigan and myself. So you knew Speaker Madigan before he was Speaker Madigan? Oh, yeah, certainly. I, I knew uh, 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 Mike Madigan, uh, you know, many years even before we ran. Uh, but uh, we're, we were similar in age. Uh, and uh, I, I happen to be, I think, about six or seven years older than uh, Mike. Uh, 
And, uh, you know, we ran, uh, I was 35 at that time. And you knew him as a young man. His career has come to a close. Did you see that he had something in him at that point that would lead him to a real long career in politics? Uh, here again, you know, uh, uh, Mike Madigan is, is a, a special and he's a, a good man and a good representative and he's had a, a long and uh, a career in politics. And, uh, you know, about knowing what he could do or not do, that's beyond me. You know, I know, I know what I did. I was in the house with Mike for uh, 20 years. And, uh, you know, and he decided to, you know, he did a good job and he was reelected, uh, you know, for many, many years. He's the longest uh, ranking speaker in the entire United States. And that says something to where he's been elected for, you know, 20 or 30 uh, elections. So that should speak for himself. And those famous last words of Mayor Richard J. Daley, he got more votes. That's what got me in office. And that's what gets every politician in office. Talk about some of um, the issues you worked on in Springfield during the 20 years you were there. Talk about some stuff that you were passionate about that you um, helped craft the legislation on? Well, uh, there wasn't uh, an idea of basically crafting legislation. I was nothing but a collective bargaining agent uh, representing uh, 150,000 people uh, being a uh, elected official or a state representative. And uh, we used to get uh, over 5,000 pieces of legislation every session, which did dealt with all different issues, you know, education, abortions, uh, right-hand turns, whatever, you know, the issue was. And the unfortunate deal uh, about that was every piece of legislation was special interest legislation, whether it was for uh, the seniors or whether it was for the teachers or whether it was for uh, the prisoners or the handicapped, everything was special uh, interest legislation. So some of the, some of the issues that you know, I uh, I my uh, deal was I wanted to be a good legislator and represented uh, the people of my district and uh, not only my district but the entire state of Illinois. And uh, I did introduce uh, a number of pieces of legislation, whether it was the Clean Indoor Air Act or for the hemophiliacs or the uh, the retirement system for the teachers and public employees uh, for uh, health care and uh, things of that nature. Uh, I have a primary interest that uh, I was in the insurance uh, business for over 50 years. And uh, I, I don't know if you want to call me an expert, so on, but I have a uh, a very good expertise on health and welfare benefits and uh, retirement or pension benefits, of which I sponsored a number of pieces of legislation for public employees. Tell the audience a little bit about the the uh, pension legislation that you sponsored when you were in Springfield. And now that you've been out for quite some time, how 
did that impact the state of Illinois looking back on it? Well, the 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 problem is is that uh, we never had a definition of a pension in the pension code, and uh, pensions were replaced back in the '60s and the '70s with uh, what they call uh, 401k plans and uh, KEO plans and IRAs, individual retirement accounts, uh, and things of that nature, and um, they basically went and said that it was a defined benefit plan. And I just happened to know what a defined benefit is. And because I was in the business for over 60 years uh, as a uh, agent for the Great West Life Insurance Company, which we did uh, dental plans, life insurance plans, retirement plans, annuities, and uh, uh, did, you know, basically legacy benefit programs. And uh, they were entirely different than uh, when I got into the legislature, the lack of knowledge of the subject matter by the uh, uh, members of the General Assembly. And um, so now we got this here $350 billion, <laughs> what they call a pension deficit, and uh, it's uh, unattainable. And the same way that... Uh, the uh, participants think that they're paying for their benefits, but they're basically contributing. And it's nothing but a Ponzi scheme, which includes Social Security, Medicare, <laughs> their pensions, their retirement income, call it whatever you want. But it's the impossible dream. And uh, we acted like the credit card bandits uh, in the General Assembly by authorizing all of these benefit plans. Uh, but we were not in a position to pay for them. And uh, so now it's uh, call-up time and everybody wants their money and everything is underfunded. Everything is uh, uh, has to be reformed. And uh, unfortunately, the horse has already left the barn because of the supposedly the state constitution says that your benefits cannot be diminished or impaired, but that's left open to interpretation as to what benefit that you're talking about. And uh, that's all up to the court systems. It's not up to me. <laughs> it's up to the court system. I can only, you know, give, give you my, my knowledge or so on. Like uh, uh, we got the overview of uh, all of these are benefits, which you can get from the BGA.gov. And also the uh, taxpayers, uh, United Taxpayers of Illinois, and uh, the I think the the last accumulation or formation of it, uh, public employees, uh, which they call pensions, and which are actually none of the systems are called pension systems, uh, George. For example, you got the Illinois Municipal Retirement Fund. You got the General Assembly retirement system. You got the judges retirement system. You got the Chicago Firefighters Annuity and Benefit Fund. And uh, these are all funds. And if you talk about funds, there's basically over 750 funds uh, in the state of Illinois. And they have uh, approximately 3,500 trustees, uh, 600,000 participants, and over 600,000 beneficiaries that uh, are in receipt of in excess of $25 billion a year. And the uh, educational system is the, uh, the biggest 
user or provider of uh, all of the benefits. Do other states have as complicated of pension system as the state of Illinois does, in your opinion? Uh, no, uh, uh, because all of these things, uh, George, that they do not have a plan document or a schedule of benefits, and it's all done by state mandate. See, and uh, these things continuously change. All right, we got too many, too many funds. <laughs> Nobody knows who's on first or what's on second, and so on. And I, and I'll, I'll give you a good example. All right. And, and, and I, I want you to understand that I'm not anti-teacher. I'm not anti-anything. I, I hope everybody is blessed with, uh, with a wonderful pension and all, all of that. But I have the, uh, the uh, information uh, on the teacher's retirement system that is put out by the uh, state uh, uh not the state, but the uh, the BGA and the United Taxpayers, all right? And uh, on there, they got the top 200 uh, uh, teachers retirement, or uh, they call it annuities, all right? The top one gets uh, $351,000. That's the top one. And the, the, and the bottom one gets... And this is annually with a 3% increase each year. And the, the, the bottom of the 200 is $210,000 a year. And they're every retirement age, all of them are under age 60. They're 55, 50, and all, all of that stuff. And the state universities, that's another good one. I got their top 200 is their top one gets uh, $635,000 a year. Uh, and that's from the University of Illinois in Chicago. And all of them, all of them are from uh, Urbana, Chicago, Oakton Community College, et cetera, et cetera. But their top one is $635,000. And uh, their minimum one is... Uh, Let's see. Okay. Just so I have, I have the information here, is uh, two hundred nineteen thousand dollars. Rob, and that's annually, and that's two hundred. Right. So if you're looking at your tax bill, you'll find that uh, <laughs> that that your that your biggest tax is education. And the majority of it goes to pay for the pensions. Robert, tell the audience how you and I know each other. Well, you uh, happen to be fortunate to marry my granddaughter. <laughs> <laughs> very fortunate. Yes. And I'm very, very happy and proud of the fact that you are my granddaughter's uh, you know, uh, husband. And you also are the wonderful guy that made me a great grandpa <laughs> so 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 you're all right my books george <laughs> robert what are what are two books that you would recommend to the audience that have been influential to you that you feel they should know about and go out and read well uh this would be dependent upon what your interest is george all right now it's like i said that i 
I, you know, people call me this and all of that stuff, but uh, believe me when I tell you, there's nobody that knows more about pensions and health and welfare benefits than yours truly. Mm -hmm. So if there's any public employee or, or who thinks they are a public employee because they do not have any eligibility requirements, they do not have any employer identification number, you're only going to get whatever they award or grant you. And um, you uh, you get uh, disappointed when they tell you that you're not going to get your benefits or your entitlements. And this normally you learn this after the fact rather than before the fact. See, and uh, so you're only going to get whatever you get. Now, I want you to understand that all of the benef benefit programs are as a result of a state mandate. They are the mandators, and I was a mandator for 20 years. I made the, the law and so forth, and I said we never had a definition of a pension in the pension code, and none of the systems call themselves pension systems or anything of that nature. And they don't have any vesting. Uh, they don't have any eligibility requirements uh, or anything of that nature. And uh, so... Uh, you don't have to go and listen to all of the rumors. I get full. I'm entitled. I'm, I'm this or that. Uh, the magic word is if you don't qualify, you don't get. And they call these qualified This is how you get food out of your benefits or your entitlements. Now, the books that I have, you know, with, with regard to knowledge about life and so forth, is I belong to the American Institute for Economic Research. It's called AIRS, and it's a think tank in um, Massachusetts, and it's all about economics. And they have provide a number of uh, books about uh, uh, taxes, insurance, wills, God knows what, the basic economy. And they have this book, it's called uh, How to Avoid Financial Tangles, and I believe it costs $4. And it's like a Reader's Digest uh, for uh, people when they're dealing with uh, lawyers and financial planners and taxing the government and, and so forth. And I give this to you, and I give it to all of my uh, grandchildren and friends and so forth, and uh, I use it as a Bible uh, to help with my, you know, my finances and so forth. And uh, you can get that book. It's called the American Institute for Economic Research. You can get it on the Internet. It's called AIRS, A-I-E-R. And I suggest that uh, the audience, uh, you know, obtain the book. And the, uh, the other one that uh, deals uh, with... Uh, the bankruptcy of General Motors, uh, California, Detroit, on, on their pension deal. It's called While America Aged. It's by Penguin Books. Roger Lowenstein is the author. And it will tell you all about the pensions and health and welfare benefits and the bankruptcies and uh, what have you. And uh, in conclusion, uh, they simply state that the problem was created uh, not only by the General Assembly or the legislators, but also government, business, and labor are all guilty. Uh, and uh, unless all three of them amend their ways, 
uh, hey, you you always have the problem, and uh, and you still do. There's there's look, there's no way that you can get three hundred and fifty billion dollars from anything or anybody. No way. And uh, the lie. Why do you think all these people are moving out of Illinois? <laughs> because they they tapped all of the sources of revenue. There isn't any more revenue. They are they all borrow money, and they're selling off the toll roads. They're selling off the the parking. They're selling off all of, all of their assets. And once you sell your assets, you can kiss yourself goodbye. There isn't any source of revenue now. I think what they're doing is they uh, they instituted the the cameras, you know, over six miles an hour there, and they they're getting, I think, uh, on uh, marijuana, uh, you know, something of uh, the sales was, I guess, about I don't know, a couple hundred million dollars, uh, in you know, since the first of the year, and so this is where governments always generated their revenue. They can only get it from the source, and they tapped all of the sources. They replaced taxes with fees. And a good example of this is if you looked at your utility bill, you're paying five times more, you know, for your uh, your your bill than what they actually used when they put in delivery charges, this charge, that charge. And a good example, like especially in Chicago, is they tap like your iPhone. All right. Your iPhone, you're paying five five dollars a month, you know, for just for uh, the 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 deal. If if you're talking about a utility deal, hey, they charge eight <laughs> percent utility utility tax, and and uh, you know th- th- this is all over. That every everything has been taxed out, and uh, every everything is taking uh, the money from the citizens, and unfortunately. Most of these here mandates are practiced and perfected on the weak and the poor, the unemployed, the seniors, and so forth, that don't have any source of income. Yeah, but yet, you know, they, they foreclose on their house, they put a lien on their property, they garnish their wages, they throw them in jail. And that's all because of state mandates. Well, former state rep, Robert Terzich, it's been great to have you on, and Thanks for uh, being such a great, great grandfather to my son, George. Well, like I say that, uh, you know, uh, I, I wish I wasn't so pessimistic you know, <laughs> and could have been more, uh, you know, charitable. You know, I am out in Florida and, uh, you know, trying to protect myself from this COVID uh, situation. And uh, hopefully I'll be able to get back to uh, Illinois to see my children and my grand great grandson love you very much thanks for coming on bob all right bye. help george stay on the chicago heights city council go and donate today at tinyurl.com slash alderman george 2023 Begin to transform your life and work towards inner peace with expert psychotherapy. At True Heights Treatment, our experienced therapists provide personalized, compassionate care to help you overcome life's challenges and reach your goals. 
Whether you're struggling with depression, anxiety, relationship issues, or other mental health concerns, our team is here to support you. With a warm and welcoming in-person and virtual office atmosphere and a commitment to person-centered and evidence-based treatments, we are dedicated to helping you address your life's challenges. Contact us now to schedule your first session at 708-248-7039 or online at trueheightstx.com. Book your appointment today and start your journey towards a happier, healthier life. Need more George? Like his pages on Facebook. Friends of George Brassy PAC, Fifth Ward Business Alliance, Chicago Heights Bicycle and Pedestrian Resource Center, and the George Brassy Podcast. Thank you.